welcome to the Six Hats podcast, where I, Dr. Shami, a lifestyle and nutritional medicine family doctor, will talk about how women strive to find balance each day by juggling their six roles, being a woman, mother, daughter, partner, business owner, and professional. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Six Hats podcast. And I love talking about stories, and I've got another amazing guest today. So, Wendy Chamberlain. Inspired by a desire to educate and empower others and driven by a need to follow her passion, Wendy threw in her high-powered six-figure job with his 45 million budgets and gut-wrenching stress, which we're going to go into in the story, and started a real estate education website, affluenza.com, showing enthusiastic would-be property owners how to get started in real estate. Now, Wendy has bought and sold many properties in her own portfolio over the past 25 years using various investment strategies. So as a property advocate, she has helped her clients buy and sell dozens more. So Wendy's passion and love of all things real estate is her secret weapon when it comes to buying and selling a property. And she will give you the confidence to take the next step on the property ladder. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you, Dr. Shami. Great to be here today. Now, Wendy, let's start at that story where you were doing this high-powered six-figure job. How did stress affect you? And did you know what was going on at that time? I don't think I did know what was going on at that time. And I think that's the thing about stress. It sneaks up on you and you get these little you know, tingles and itches and things that are going on with your body. So I was a senior IT project manager. I was managing teams onshore and offshore. So we had the project that I was managing here with part of my team was here in Australia, part of my team was overseas. And I think I had 36 team members at the time. And I just got to the point where I was just so stressed, so overworked. But additionally to that, what I, I think what your body works out before you do is that I wasn't following my purpose right? I love real estate and I wasn't doing real estate. I was working in a a corporate tower creating projects for a telephone company. And over the course of about 12 months, I started to get these issues coming up in my body. I've got a scabby scalp. I lost my appetite. I put on 10 kilos. And by the end of those 12 months, it was November of 2006, I started throwing up every morning. And that would happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it would stop on the weekend. And then it would start again on the Monday and then it would stop on the, and this went on for three weeks. And my husband said to me, you need to go see a doctor. I said, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I wasn't fine. I ended up going to see somebody and had all barrage and numbers of tests and things done. And she said to me, she said, look, everything's fine. You just need a lifestyle change. You are just stressed. So I quit the corporate world on the 6th of December, 2006. And within two weeks, everything was gone. Everything was fixed up. Wow. That's incredible. It was just, I just was so unhappy and stressed without realizing what was causing it. Wow. And so with that stress reaction, was there a bit of a journey? I know you mentioned the three weeks of vomiting and it came up to the point of affecting your gut. And I always tell my patients how stress affects the gut in so many different ways from irritable bowel. And as you demonstrated, like vomiting as well. But was there a lead up to it, Wendy, where... Was there a couple of years of doing really long hours, feeling tired, or did you have any other symptoms on the lead up to it? I now looking back, yes, yeah, obviously the vomiting was the crescendo. If you get the finishing act, I guess, where it inspired me to do something about it and take some action. Because up until then, I think we as of humans and particularly women, we just soldier on because we've got a whole lot of people relying on us and we just get things done. And to some degree we ignore little 
like I said, little tingles or itches or whatever, that you might start to feel a little bit off, but you go, that's fine, I'll just, but not enough to kind of knock you off your axis. I got to the point where it was starting to knock me off my axis. And that's when I took notice. So what kind of symptoms were you experiencing on the lead up? Did you actually know you were stressed or did you sort of say that to yourself, this is stressful, but I'm going to soldier on, which is such a common theme, like what you said. I didn't know I was stressed. I had no idea. I just thought I was busy. And obviously you're working in a corporate job, managing, like I said, a large team and you show up to work, get the job done, then you go home. Now, yes, the hours were long hours. They were. And at this point in time, we were living in the city, so I didn't have much of a commute. But certainly looking back on it now, the symptoms were there of being stressed out of my mind. I just didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. Wow. And that's such an important message. And that's what the whole point of these podcasts, sharing stories, and that's the mission of Six Hats is just to really get the message across how stress affects the body. Because often I see patients at the end of the journey with all of these symptoms from thyroid to gut to weight. And so the mission is, can we identify stress earlier on? And can we identify it as, you know, are we always busy, always on the go? Do we have any time to sit in stillness, to sit quietly, to have time for ourselves? And I often see, you've said it so well, Wendy, we're often caring for many people and we often put ourselves last. So, and whether that's a thing in society or how we brought up, unsure, but it's a common theme that I'm hearing. It is a really common theme because we each have different situations. You'll have a work situation, you'll have a home situation, even in relation to friends, etc. And you're trying to fit everybody in. The one resource we all have is time. An equal amount is time. And we, some people say, oh, there's not enough time in the day, that kind of thing. It's how you manage your time. And when you're trying to do things and I suppose please people and there are pressures on you because many people need to work to have the income coming in. So that's going to take a priority and other things take a a back seat to that sometimes. So I think now that I'm working in a real estate and loving what I do, I can better gauge for myself when I feel that I'm going into that state of overwhelm, which might be considered to be a state of rest. And you can go, hang on a minute, what's not working here? And I did get to the point where you go, you know what? If I don't get to something today, it's because I wasn't meant to get to that today. And if someone gets upset about that, well, there's nothing I can do about that because I've done my best today. But it took many, many years to get to that point. It's so interesting you say that because I was going to say my next question is what kind of strategies do you use now? And we're going to dive into real estate and what you're doing at the moment. But there's a lot of work in real estate. How do you manage the overwhelm? Have you set yourself boundaries? Do you sort of say, right, this is the time I have to have my dinner. I have to connect. I have to have time for my hobbies. Very good question. And I think we're all still works in progress. So I have my moments. But certainly most recently, I've realized that I haven't had the firm boundaries in place that I needed to because real estate as a nature of the industry is it can be 24-7, right? We work on Saturdays because that's when they have open for inspections, when they have auctions that we need to get to. And I have no idea why, but whenever we seem to have a deal on the go to negotiate to buy a property, it seems to happen 8, 9 or 10 o'clock at night. I don't know why. It just does. So sometimes there's instances like that where you just have to go, okay, we've got to get the deal done because that's what's happening at the moment. But I certainly do try and have the self-care day on a Wednesday in lieu of the Saturday and I try and take the Sundays off. And I've been very good with that because you do have to have that downtime. And for me, it's getting out in nature. I love my garden. I'll go and sit in my garden. I'll just potter. I can stand and just watch things, watch watch the critters, the bugs for 20, 30 minutes. And that's how I ground and de-stress. So every single person listening will have their thing. 
that is their go-to that's going to really bring their stress levels down and ground them. Wendy, love to know more about your passion, real estate. And more importantly, buying a home, selling a home is probably one of the top 10 most stressful events in someone's life. And I know you've put on an online program to help women go through the steps and it's about how to buy a house. And I know you've targeted women. So let's explore that. Why women, and you've mentioned some, you know, when we chatted before this podcast, you mentioned some really good points about women and buying houses. And we don't actually see many women in real estate. Love to explore that with you. Yes. So I've been buying and selling real estate now for about 26 years. So I've seen some changes to the industry over that time. And certainly it is to a large degree, still a male-dominated industry. You don't see too many female auctioneers out there. They tend to be male. And I think that's just the nature of the industry. But for me, I love supporting women. And what I found early on was I didn't feel that women had those support networks in their corner to support certainly something as important as putting a roof over your head, be that your own family home or buying investments to help perhaps set yourself up with in a certain asset class. So one of the things that I created was the Get Started in Property program, which is designed to be step by step and you work at your own pace. So it is self-paced and we've got over 30 modules, which you can look at each module once a week or move through at your own uh, pace. What we do is we cover where you need to start, what you need to do on your journey to get to the point of being comfortable and confident enough to buy a property. So we start with working out your money situation, your mindset, looking at the various accounting and finance structures that you need in place, because it's very important, the vehicle in which you buy and to also understand. And that's a very personalized situation based on your own circumstances. You can go to a family barbecue and people can say, hey, we've done it this way or you should do it that way. Nobody knows anyone's own personal circumstances. You need to talk to professionals about to make sure that you do structure it. So we, we go through that. We work through who is on your property buying team because there are a number of key areas you need to cover off in relation to who's your support team. You need to have these trusted professionals there for you so that they are in your corner supporting you. And then we move through to looking at buying a property, how to crunch those numbers, make sure the numbers work based on whatever your strategy might be. Now, the program is suitable if you're looking to buy your own home to live in, or even if you're looking for an investment property that you're going to hold and generate an income from. So it's so important to get it right, because if you muck it up and get it wrong, it is expensive. We're looking to avoid that. So we show you how to crunch those numbers, how to become an area specialist in whatever suburb it is that you're looking to buy. So there are some key fundamentals that you need to be aware of and learn so that you do get the deal right. And then we look at negotiating tactics, how to deal with real estate agents, bidding at auction, strategies for bidding at auction, strategies for negotiating. And we've added some modules there on looking at off-market real estate as well because not everything is on-domain or realestate.com.au. We cover so many steps in the process because there are so many steps it takes to buy real estate and buy real estate well. And that's what the program is designed to do. So in your experience dealing with women, what are the common issues that they are facing and why do you have that passion to help them? I love this question because what we find is we have a fear around what we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. And there is often a fear about getting it wrong and making a mistake. 
and looking like a bit of a, a silly duffer that you've done things wrong. That's a big fear I know is driving women. They want to make sure that they get it correctly because often it is the nest that they're going to be creating there. So it is so important that it becomes basically their haven. So buying the wrong house is something that a lot of people fear. They also don't know whether or not they dealing with people that are telling them the truth. That's a big one that comes up for us is that people do not like dealing with real estate agents. They don't trust them. And look, there are great real estate agents out there, but there's enough bad apples that have ruined the barrel. And so we step you through how you can deal with real estate agents, the conversations to be having with real estate agents, the questions you need to be asking to extrapolate the right information. Now, I've been doing this for many, many years. I am very good at getting the information I need out of a real estate agent. They might think they're not telling you anything, but they're telling me volumes. (laughs) But I know how to ask a question in multiple different ways. So it's getting that confidence and having the script there of the questions that you need to ask, because that's what we're building to get you to that confident point. So you can move past that fear because when you're looking to do this for the first time if it's first time you've bought real estate it can be extraordinarily daunting because it is a lot of money and to me it doesn't matter if you're spending 269,000 which I've got a client at the moment or if you're spending 2 million it is the same thing you're doing because each is a lot of money to that particular person. And what have you found that's really helped women? I feel like you're just literally holding their hand and guiding them through the process, which is so overwhelming. And especially when you start in a place of, I actually don't know much. And that could be for many reasons where, you know, women have gone through transitions in life and maybe they've coming out of a relationship and entering a time where they're going to be on their own and they need to set up for themselves. And I do see many women like this, like 20 years of marriage and their husbands were dealing with all the finances. So this is stepping into a completely new area, which can be extremely daunting. And the thought of like what you said, needing a roof over their head and to think about it in the same time. So I feel like you're just taking them on a lovely journey. It is um, providing that support for them because people may feel that they're stupid, but they're not. They just don't have the skill set. And so it's about educating them in that skill set which is what I'm looking to do it is it's holding their hand and there are never ever any silly questions no stupid questions ever and I have a lot of people say oh look this is probably a silly question but and it never is because you've never done it before or you haven't been confident to do it so I love all the questions because it reminds me making sure that we use simple plain English as well Because acronyms and you've got the jargon going on and that can be confusing. Like, for example, if you sell a home, you're a vendor. So you need a vendor statement, which is part of the contract of sale. You don't see yourself as a vendor. You'll see yourself as selling your home. So that's just a jargon thing. So it's just understanding, like speaking the lingo is important. So, yeah, you're on the same page. Learning a new language. It literally is learning a new language. It is like learning a new language. And you've got to get professionals to check these things because they're complex legal documents. You'd be surprised how many times they're incorrect as well. And that's what comes through with the building your team and so forth. So when it comes to women, it's just that they may not have done this before. They might have bought a house before with a partner, but they may not have been involved at all in any of those processes, in any of those steps, other than having a look at it. This is nice, let's buy it. And they might not even have been involved in any of the finances or the deals or looking at other contracts that may have been left up to another person. So now let's get them educated because they can do it. 
100% I can do it. And this is what I love about chatting to you, Wendy. It's so empowering because it, especially for women going through various stages in life, but also the stresses that they can encounter. Can we go through like, what are the key areas that cause stress when buying a house? Is it just the overwhelm of the things to do? Is it knowledge? And can we overcome them? Yes, it's probably all those things. And yes, it can be overcome. It's like when people say, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So yes, you might go, it's a very daunting process to find and buy a house because I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. But let's just break it down into the steps, which is what we do do through the program. So yes, it can be overwhelming. So let's narrow it down to what's the kind of home that you want? What are the suburbs that you're happy to look at? What's your budget? Because they're the three things, they're the three fundamentals of buying real estate how much it costs, where you're going to live and what it looks like. So we can step through those and break it down. And then you'll get more confident. As you're speaking, you might find it entirely daunting thinking you've got to pick up the phone and speak to a real estate agent. Once you do it a few times and you've got your script there to follow or the questions that you need to ask and so forth, then you gain more confidence. Same with negotiating. Same with attending an auction. I smile when I think about attending auctions. I love real estate auctions because it's quite a theatre. And the auction is actually quite funny. But nobody else finds their jokes funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> so true. And they're probably under a bit of anxiety of, is this going to happen or not? And that tension. The tension and the stress is hilarious for the bystander. When I'm there looking to buy a property for my client, I'm all about the business because I'm confident we've worked out what our budget is. We know what we're going to spend. And no two auctions are ever the same. That's the other thing. You need to understand how to read the play what the auctioneer's doing, what the crowd is doing. I'm very good at reading people now. I can tell you when someone in the crowd hit their limit, hit their budget. Right. Wow. <laughs> and often they keep bidding. Oh, wow. So it's the emotion that drives. 100% it is the emotion. Emotion is the thing that does undoes a lot of people at an auction. They can get carried away. So it's very important to understand what your budget is and set your limit. That is your limit, not going over your limit. I've seen it time and time again. We've just come out of two years where the market went absolutely bonkers. And I'd show up to auctions. I went to one auction and I had in my pocket, I had 250000 over the guide price. I've got a good shot here. The property sold for 510000 over the top of the guide price. So I got gazumped pretty quickly and it was a battle between two men. And one of them was the winning bidder. He walked into the house. I found out from that real estate agent three weeks later when I spoke to him, he goes, the guy walks in and he goes, I think I might've paid too much for this house. Oh, no. And the agent goes, Maybe. Sign here. Yes, exactly. Exactly. He's made the deal already. Wow. It's an unconditional sale at auction. If you're bidding, you are buying. So get your ducks lined up beforehand. I see it all the time. That's why I'm laughing about it because it's not funny because those people just set themselves up potentially for a world of pain. Yeah, so true. You need to know what you're doing. Often, from what you're saying, it's it looks like we've got to get a bit of disconnect from that emotion and not to, to sort of fall in love with that property before you go into an auction. How do you manage that? Look, it's fine to fall in love with a property, but you've got to have a poker face. Right. You can't. <laughs> so many times my client will go look at a property and they'll go, Wendy, I love this property. We need to buy this property. I literally had a conversation on Saturday with a client about that. I said, you didn't have that face on when you were speaking to the agent, did you? She, oh, no, no, no. I was very... Yes. I was very about the business. I wasn't showing my emotion. But Wendy, I love this house. We have the this house. So if you walk in and they can see that you, you know, in your eyes and you're like, oh, wow. You walk, oh, I love this house. Oh, my. Oh, look. Oh, 
you're going to be a map to them. So <laughs> I'm smiling because I think I did exactly that when I bought my first house. <laughs> did exactly that. Look, you know, it can be an exciting thing because you're about to buy a house that you love and you're going to ha- create your memories there. And that's all fine. But share that not in front of the real estate agent. Absolutely. Now, that's amazing, Wendy. And I love this is so empowering for women and you've given them access to so much information. So it's achievable and they can move on in the next stage of their lives. Before we let you go, what would you say? What would your final words be in terms of advice for women when they're going through this quite stressful transition in their life? Yes, it can be uh, stressful. I would say that just take your time and put one foot in front of the other. Make sure that you're taking the right steps and covering off each thing that you are looking at because you do, it is a process and it is a very multifaceted process and you must do the due diligence of each step to make sure that you get it right. Sometimes that might be that bringing on board a professional to help you or looking at if you're interested in something that is self-paced that you can learn yourself. That's why I've got this program for them. So it's getstartedinproperty.com.au. And I have a special discount code for our six hat listeners. Fantastic. Fantastic. And we'll put that in the show notes, but absolutely. What's the discount code, Wendy? Six hats two two. Excellent. And you'll get 10% off the program. Amazing. Yeah. So I love real estate. You can tell that I love real estate. I'm extraordinarily passionate about real estate, but it is an industry where when you're buying or selling, you do need to keep a level head because there is so much emotion involved in the process, whether you're selling or you're buying, it is your next step in life. And so there can be a lot of emotion. And so it is really, really important to understand exactly what you need to do, who you need to be speaking to, getting, you know, what do you call cross T's, dot I's, through that process because if you get something wrong you may be able to fix it it may cost you money to fix it you may not be able to fix it so that would be my advice is just make sure that you are covering off every single step in the process and then you'll be able to enjoy your beautiful new home absolutely and we do have listeners overseas now can they also do this online program or is it more geared towards australia no it is you could do it globally Wow. Wherever you are, you will need to understand the laws and legislation, etc., in your own country. And even here in Australia, buying real estate in Victoria is different to New South Wales, is different to Queensland. Wow. I've, I've bought all up and down the eastern seaboard. It's different. There's different rules. There's different ways. So as an example here in Victoria, the standard is you need to pay 10%. You actually don't need to pay 10%. That's what the agents tell you. You can buy a house on 5%. You can buy a house on any percent, really. Whereas in Queensland, I've bought houses with $1,000 down. Wow, right. It's totally different. So that's here in Australia, in different states. Any other country is going to have its own rules and regulations that you just need to be across those, which is where you'd get your professional representation to support you through that, which is one of the steps we cover. Amazing. Thank you so much, Wendy, because I'm all about education is power, all about when you know the language, when you've got the guidance, it becomes achievable and we can really reduce that stress response because these are life events that you can't really ignore. You can't really avoid, you know, not many people can avoid. So why not create a much easier part? So thank you for all your hard work, Wendy, and creating this platform for women. This is awesome. Thank you. You've hit the nail on the head there. Life is life. Things happen, right? Whether you're coming or going, whichever way you want to say. It, right you might be buying smaller house bigger house whatever you might be dealing with a family estate that you're having to sort out things there and they do trigger 
the stress responses in us because we are human. That's just natural for us. We're emotional beings. So it's important to be plugged into the networks that are going to support you through each of your steps on your life journey. Amazing. Thank you so much, Wendy. And where can people find you? I know you mentioned a few links, but where can they find you? So the program is getstartedinproperty.com.au or if you want to talk to me, go to wendychamberlain.com.au. Excellent. And they will all be in the show notes. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you so much. Remember that this is general advice only. Please see your healthcare professional for more information. So what's your take home message today? Remember, it's all about progress and not perfection. And are you suffering from stress? Visit Usawa Learning Hub on usawa.com.au and sign up for the six week challenge on how to reduce stress today. Enjoy the journey.